0: Hi, I'm Anaya Richards, travel creative and on-air personality, and this is my story of discovery in South Africa. I had been in South Africa for a little over a week now, spending time in Johannesburg and Hootspruit on safari. Now, I was in Cape Town. I'll admit I was a bit biased. This whole country was beautiful, but I really caught the vibe in Johannesburg. Dancing all night in an everyday people party, visiting a recording studio at Onion Union, seeing interracial couples at Neighborhoods Market in Johannesburg. Johannesburg, despite the warnings, seemed like the future of South Africa. When I announced I was going to South Africa on social media, Someone asked me to write about tips on how to stay safe there. A minister had just compared the gang warfare in the country to being in a war zone during an interview I heard on the BBC. That wasn't the Johannesburg I saw. I had an Uber driver get out of a car and survey an area that he was dropping me off to a party to make sure I'd get in safely. I haven't had something like that happen in any of the major cities I visited. In New York, They're gone before I get through my front door. Cape Town was a much wealthier city, I was told. Movie stars like Will Smith and David Beckham had homes here. It's wealthier and it's whiter. Older money. I definitely saw that in a few of the restaurants we went to, and the mixology bar I ventured to on my own. Throughout my life, I've gotten used to being the only black person in many rooms, but this was Africa. Nevertheless, The beauty of this city, with Table Mountain over it, is unparalleled. What I loved about my trip so far was the emphasis on South Africa now. South Africa of the future. As a Black American, standing in Nelson Mandela's home, seeing the sights of uprising, remnants of apartheid, happening in my lifetime was incredibly moving. But that's not the story I came to South Africa looking for. I wanted to see today's South Africa, tomorrow's South Africa. I wanted to cover the art scene as I'd done with Tel Aviv and Medellin in Paper Magazine, the vibes and the new cool businesses as I've done for Vice, and the South Africa before apartheid, the different tribes and the ethnic groups South Africans proudly hail from. While I knew I had to go to Robben Island while on this trip, on the day of, As we took off from the VA waterfront in Cape Town, the glistening mall it is now, I thought, not another prison, as Table Mountain receded in the distance. Another journalist on my trip skipped it altogether. I didn't have that luxury. Yeah, I could have made up an excuse, but what would the ancestors think? We had an interesting guided tour of Robben Island. Our guide managed to make it light, incorporating the quarry history of the island. The wild dichotomy of it being a forced hard labor quarry and a home for leprosy victims that were abandoned while simultaneously a place of critical debates and lifelong learning. Robin means seal, ooh, ooh, like, like the animal. And Robin Island, believe it or not, is home to a nature reserve and a beautiful array of plants and wildlife. I'm talking seals, of course, springbok, grazing and beautiful wildflowers it's pretty picturesque about 200 people live there now enemies of the past now neighbors there's even a golf course here and it's sometimes used for conferences as our tour guide toya pointed out robin island has the advantage of being the best conference city in the world as delegates can't go anywhere many tour guides there are ex-political prisoners since the 1600s the island has been used as a prison. It's six kilometers off the coast of Cape Town. With the passage of the PASS Laws Act in South Africa in 1952, meaning no black person could be out and about without identification, an average of 1,000 people were arrested per day. The island's prison walls were overcrowded with political prisoners. I took in the gravity of solitary confinement the deplorable conditions, records of human rights violations as we were allowed free time to roam the prison and museums. My group mates opted to continue the tour further into more walls of the prison. Personally, I had had enough of the degradation of Black bodies for the day and welcomed the time to sit down with Dulani Mabasso. In a dimly lit former administration room of the prison, away from any blinding midday South African sun, I spoke to a former resident of Robben Island for six years, nine years total in South African prison. His charge, sabotage and terrorism. Arrested in 1983, sentence, 18 years. He set off a mine bomb in the South African Defense Force building in Johannesburg. No one died, but 57 people were wounded. At the prison in Johannesburg, he was tortured, waterboarded, naked electric shocks. Mm. Yes, there were abuses at Robben Island. Mabasso himself was thrown in solitary confinement for four days just for saying hello to a prison guard.
1: So to greet him while he was busy counting, so it became, he reported that anti him.
0: For greeting him?
1: Yeah. i like a hello or we are more in Africa. Oh. So I was interfering with this duty. Wow. So that's why that's not happening.
0: Wow. And how long were you kept for something so seems to me so small? So small to them, well Yeah. Yeah, well four days. Four days, wow. But Robin Island was also almost this sacred university of activism. Each one teach one. Write that down.
1: And uh, we make sure that you must progress. Mm-hmm. People came here. People came here with a low, low level of education. Mm-hmm. People came here, couldn't speak English, couldn't speak any foreign language like English, Afrikaans. But when we were here, we, we when they live here, they
0: were just like shut. More on that later. But how did Mabaso get here? As an American, as a Westerner, my body almost inadvertently cringes at the word terrorism.
1: A terrorist attack. This was an act of terror. This was an act of terror.
0: As a child, Mabaso's family was forcibly removed from their land.
1: This they first fully remove removed us in our land. Mm-hmm. My family were first fully removed out of, the, out of the rich land. Mm-hmm. Then they, today, there's a mine there. They build a mine, mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? So that, it, 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 it played a part to say, no, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And nobody is going to do it, they must do it ourselves.
0: Because you grew up in apartheid, did you know when you were a kid that something was wrong with this system?
1: Mm-hmm. When I when I was school when I was attending schools, mm-hmm. I knew the system well. was wrong. because we never had proper education? Even if you are in the school, we had a what you call math school, you know. No, what's that? And uh, math school and uh, one teacher. Oh, okay. Out of uh, eighty six children. Oh. You uh, know one blackboard, one book, mm-hmm. one textbook book. Yeah. You know. The, no benches, no table, we sit on the rocks. When it's raining and windy, the school, no, the, so well. it blows. You know? And then at the same time, while we were attending, the police will come with dogs, tear gas. Some of my in-school mates disappeared without trace. And uh, we said, no, I will. You, go to, you go to town, you must get the permission in your own country go to town, get the permission mm-hmm. to go to town. You, mm-hmm. you, you 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 go there, you find out there are two doors. This door is for whites. This door is for blacks. You know, you can see. yourself mm-hmm. some the things were, and everything was, curriculum was terrible. Mm-hmm. So uh when you go to, when you go to the summer, what's in, you can see that schools are so made
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, the wind they keep fresh. Mm-hmm. But you come to our township, you see, we were completely neglected. Yeah. We were treated just like aliens. Yeah. yeah.
0: We must do it ourselves, Mabaso told me. At 15, he joined the Omkonto Sizwe, the armed resistance of the African National Congress. And at the same time, he got a position at the pro-apartheid, South African Defense Force building. This leads us to the bombing.
1: I had the hope when I started to take arms, that we were going to liberate South Africa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when I got arrested, I said there's two things, is to kill me or to put me in jail. Mm-hmm. Then they put me in jail.
0: Three years into his 18 year sentence, Mabaso was transferred to Robben Island. This notorious prison that has turned out three South African presidents, not just Nelson Mandela, but Kalema Motlante and Jacob Zuma. If you go to South Africa's parliament today, roughly 15% are former inmates of Robben Island.
1: Coming here to Robben Island, mixing with other comrades, discussing political matters, and uh, brainstorming the city situation in the world, mm-hmm. in the country, then we all foresee that uh, the country, we are going to liberate South Africa. Mm-hmm. Because South Africa was under siege from the world. Mm-hmm. Sanctions, culturally and uh, financial sanctions, uh, they, uh, they couldn't survive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what made us uh, to say we are moving forward. And when the Berlin Wall collapsed, we knew about it, and then we said, if the Berlin Wall goes down, the apartheid is falling. And then we were right. That is why, while we are here, we even drafted our constitution. So when we look on our our draft and the South African constitution, there's a lot of similarities. In this present, you must know that We were not yet thinking about the sentencing. We were busy planning. We were busy preparing to govern South Africa. That is why we make sure that you you go to school, you study. You must pass your exam. We had our own career counseling. We had our own teachers. Oh, wow. Our slogans, our slogans, each one teach one.
0: These men, in some cases, denied formal education Developed a different kind of hierarchy in prison, the kind where teachers, professors, trained lawyers like Mandela, imparted knowledge curriculums to their fellow inmates.
1: The curriculum of South Africa was very was very partisan, you know, and most especially history, where they always feel that they always say that our forefathers, blacks, our forefathers were cattle thieves, while the whites. Mm-hmm. we the heroes, you know? Mm-hmm. So we, we know how to convert it. You know? Yeah.
0: Their legal representatives and their human rights lawyers smuggled them information from the outside. It was miserable, but the perseverance of these men was unparalleled, seemingly unbreakable.
1: I always give time, and uh, I always said to my people, patient pace. Yeah. Take one thing at the step. Mm -hmm.
0: of course by this point with the tour and the landscape and the honor of this one-on-one i was already sold on a trip to robin island being well worth it more than reliving of trauma more than seeing documents and even speeches by esteemed men i began to see the humanity in the movement nelson mandela received an honorary doctorate from my alma mater, Amherst College, in May 2005. I was a part of a student organization, Social Council, during my four years at Amherst that played a major part in student extracurricular life, events, club funding, etc. on campus. I remember organizing buses for Amherst students to go and see President Mandela receive this degree. By virtue of the authority vested in me by the Board of Trustees of Amherst College, I confer upon you, Nelson Mandela, the degree of Doctor of Humane Letters, honoris causa, with all the rights and privileges
1: pertaining thereto.
0: Imprisoned for 27 years, now in St. Bartholomew Church in Manhattan. Nelson Mandela cut a figure that seemed larger than life. To me, he was the South African freedom movement. He was the breaking of apartheid. And as it was happening while I was in grade school, these horrors weren't in history books. They were happening concurrently. So the facts about what was going on were murky at best. You hear about Mandela, you hear about Gandhi, yes, They were extraordinary men, but I'm sure they'd be among the first to highlight the strength of the movement behind them or alongside of them.
1: People need to understand that there was not Mandela on the island. People have this misconception that Mandela, Mandela, Mandela. Mm -hmm. No, There were a lot of Mandelas here. Mandela, yes, he was here, but he never did things alone. Mm-hmm. You do things collectively. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the things that people who come and say, oh, I want to see Mandela's side. But, he, but I'm here. Why mm-hmm. do you want to see myself? That mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. is why Mandela, when I was with him, he, he as a president, he always said, you know, people like, that have the wrong perception, thinking that I was alone. The people must be, must be told that I was not alone. Mm-hmm. Whatever Mandela do, did, he okay. always made sure that he's very, he was a very consulting person. Make sure that he consult. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as a leader, he always started to guide what is the right position when he took things.
0: After we cleared up a lot of my questions and misconceptions about South Africa's past, we move the conversation to its present and future. Recently, I thought back to this conversation, watching Miss South Africa, Josibini Tumzi being crowned Miss Universe. I grew up in a world where a woman who looks like me with my kind of skin and my kind of hair was never considered to be beautiful. And I think that it is time that that stops today. I want children to look at me and see my face And I want them to see their faces reflected in mine. Thank you.
1: The new Miss Universe is
0: South Africa. I wonder if Mubaso could have thought that a young woman who could be his kin would be on the world stage representing South Africa in a beauty pageant. This is the generation of the born Freeze. Apartheid ended when Tunzi was one year old in 1994. He'd be proud of her, I imagine, and her strong platform for education. Mabaso's hope for the born Freeze.
1: The born Freeze generation will hope that one day they will go to school and study. Mm -hmm. Because without education, you can't go anywhere.
0: Of course, Tulani Mabaso keeps up with the worldly coloring events. He travels the world lecturing about his experiences. Coming to South Africa, being confronted with the recent history of apartheid, I could not help but being afraid for the state of the world and my home country, the United States. South Africa figuring out land reappropriation while black Americans are fighting for a serious conversation to be had about reparations.
1: When we talk about the uh, trade distribution of wealth, is still very far. Mm-hmm. Because we must remember for three hundred and sixty-five years we have been past three stages. Colonization, slavery, colonization, apartheid. And to break down those dungles, it will take another decades. Mm-hmm. So we must know that uh, <coughs> it's still a very far but I'm very optimistic because We are
0: moving forward. Optimism. Throughout our conversation, he's one of the realest people I've ever met in my life. Mabasso has seen some of the worst of humanity, yet he still believes in the greater good of the world. He believes in the strength of a just government when he saw a malicious one destroy his people. He believes in the strength of his constitution, a belief that many of us Americans need right now.
1: You know, <coughs> one thing that we managed to pin it down is to give a very constructive constitution. The constitution is the key, it broke everything. So, whoever tried to disrupt it or to cause any mercenary war, that person will know that. He's going to fake the mighty of law mm-hmm. because the world will be against it. Mm-hmm. So that is why I'm not fear that maybe we we'll go back to square one. Mm-hmm. But whatever happens, is, nothing is, 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 is stagnant. So there are those who feel lost because of this democracy. And uh, mostly those people who the whites, they were got right they call Far right winners. Okay. They still have, Same in they the US. Yeah. But they are minority. But
0: the yeah. majority of the country, mm-hmm. people have, who clans what? Yeah, Ku Klu Klux Klan is yeah. what we have. So, do yeah. you have a fear in the sense that today when we were touring around, we saw the Jewish quarter and a lot of Jews came here avoiding the Holocaust and then they were a part of the apartheid system yeah. when their parents had left because of something similar? So, do you ever fear that in humans we're kind of destined to repeat that stuff, even though, you know, for seeing things like that happen?
1: Yeah, mostly the Jews were part of it. Uh, but uh, we are majority.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the world is majority. Yeah. And uh, that is why even if they tried, but they always say, you no, know, people will going to judge them. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: And the sanctions that the world was inflicting on South Africa gave you hope because it was.
1: Yeah, sanctions were the world's way. World, right? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sanctions, it gave us
0: The South African government, the freedom fighters on Robben Island, they weren't operating in a vacuum. They had hope that the world saw the South African regime's atrocities. We discussed King Jong-un, Donald Trump, the hope that is America, immigration, particularly poignant as new reports show South Africa's bout with xenophobia. Mabaso reflects. Me, I
1: always believe that you must fix yourself internally before you go outside.
0: Another major hot topic in America right now, prison reform. I was wondering, is South Africa, um, how is the prison system here now because it was just so messed up before with political prisoners and past book prisoners? Is it, do you find that there's less, there's more prison reform compared to other countries where it's, yeah. Prison in South Africa, we can go
1: in puzzle. You can see them there, they've television. You know, they've got phones in there. They eat the best, the best food. <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, I, sometimes I even make comments and say, hey, these people, that, you see, they're just like in a hotel. <laughs> we were not in the hotel. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: they they not what you call, our presence is called a correctional service. So there's a correctional service. The that means they are trying by all means to do the reforming. They are called offenders. Mm-hmm. They are reforming offenders, you know. Mm. So that when they go out, they must be productive outside. Yeah, that's so, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, a lot of cool change, change.
0: South Africa still has prisons and criminals go to them. There are prison gangs. They're not peachy keen resorts, but there seems to be a vested interest in preventing human abuses of the past and reforming. It's not a perfect place, there are problems. We discussed the recent commission looking into the extremely wealthy Gupta family accused of pillaging South Africa with bribes and exposing the corruption of the ANC. Mabasso acknowledged that South Africa's new government inherited debt and corruption. Like in any other democracy, it's being rooted out. People should still consider their investments safe in South Africa, he said. While we were on a PR tour, of a safe South Africa, I asked him a question from one of you guys, my listeners, my viewers, my followers. What do you think about the way that the news, when you were talking about that it's dangerous in the townships, how do you feel about the way the news portrays South Africa now? Like when I put on my social media that I was coming to South Africa, someone said to me, can you write a post about how to stay safe in South Africa? And I'm like, how do you stay safe in London? How do you stay safe in New York? Like, (laughs) um, so why do you. Yeah, someone (laughs) someone said that to me. You
1: should discipline yourself. That's the one thing. People need to discipline themselves.
0: Other words of advice that the travel writer in my heart leaped at, I swear, I didn't prompt him.
1: Without education, you cannot do anything. Mm -hmm. They have to, they must study, they must learn. And there must be tourists. They must visit. Mm-hmm. and then They must do research, mm-hmm. you know, so that they, they and then they must be productive. Wake up in the morning. Don't stay at home. And then you think that something things will come to you. Must go and look for like? it.
0: Yeah. Again, this chat with him brought a humanity to the movement. Doesn't he sound just like your uncle? Do better. Don't sleep all day yeah
1: you see that was a visitor center. Yeah. Yeah that's where the we, our families used to come. Uh-huh. Can you give my master? And then so you see that door? mm mm-hmm. we only use it when they when they release you or you go to the visitor center. Or mm-hmm. uh, when you go for labor did you see the quarry. Yeah. There are many quarries here on the island.
0: Wow yeah. We walked across the gravel towards the dock. Several people greeted Mabasso, a younger gentleman offering us a ride. And you can see the reverence in his brown face addressing a living legend. As the sun hit Tulani Mabasso's ebony face and he looked towards the horizon, seeing boats of tourists come and go, I had to ask. But I guess because you work here too, is it hard being in... Like here in Robin Island, going back, and is it hard to be back here ever, or is it just kind of more work for you now?
1: Not just more work. Is is I don't know how to express it. It's something that you feel it. You know, you feel it, and uh, it comes to your brains. You know. Some people say that, oh, because I'm, I'm working, I'm no. It's something that is, is, is in me, that mm-hmm. I, I feel to say people need to know, people need to learn. Mm-hmm. Because we need to know where we come from, mm-hmm. so that we can know where we go. It's not just, just work, but you must know that it involves a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions are there. Mm-hmm. It evokes those emotions, but
0: sometimes it controls
1: those emotions, right? Yeah. So that you can able to move and continue move forward. Time flew. I don't want to you lose your
0: boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I totally forgot. <laughs> the boat was transporting me back to Cape Town's VA waterfront. Transformed, inspired, free, and tasked.
1: We are all threatened by entrenched inequality and division. We all must prove ourselves equal to a better possibility. We are all South Africans now.
0: Thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening to this interview with South African freedom fighter and member of ANC, Dulani Mabaso. I would love to do more content like this for you guys. Find me on Instagram at Anaya, N N E Y A, and on my blog, N A Perfect World. That's N A P E R F E C T World.com. Have a great day.